0: hello welcome back to the H4 podcast we're only seven years down the line <laughs> a bit uh, a bit plumper a bit older but uh, with the same ethos um, so the idea is we're just doing a bit of a bit of a podcast video uh, to bring people up to speed with what we're doing uh, what we've been working on and kind of the, the items that we've got out for for sale and in, in the pipeline Um but the, the plan, you know, is just to have a little chat around kind of what we are as football fans um where that came from, from growing up. And uh, we can't hate the fact that we're Newcastle fans and all over the World Football magazine. Um, and we just want to draw that over to the, the, the pins that we've been creating as well, which is which has been going down great. I think the work that Ollie's done as well has been fantastic in, um, in getting these pins out. So, no, that's great. How are you doing, Ollie? I'm not
1: too bad, not too bad. Exciting time to be a Newcastle fan, isn't
0: it? So. <laughs> absolutely. Well, not when you're on the other side of the world, mate. I'm absolutely sick to death, to be honest. But, um, <laughs> leaving, the co- in <laughs> leaving the country when it was Ashley's Newcastle and then it's turning, turned into this, you know. It's, uh, yeah, mate, it's, I'm, I'm one of those bitter fans who's like, you know, oh, I should have been there. Never mind. Wish we were still shape. <laughs> I wish we were still shape, mate. I wish I was getting up at like two o'clock in the morning watching the nil-nils again, mate. That, that was the, 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 those were the days, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's, uh, it's great to see and oh, seeing so you know, all my family go to the match and stuff. Absolutely love it. Whereas I'm uh, celebrating on myself, oh, mate, all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think what we'll do is just give a quick highlight and maybe do a quick fire uh, quick fire question round for you, mate, just to get your, your background as a Newcastle fan. Um, can you remember your first game?
1: I can't. Um, I was sort of. It's a bit of a weird one. I, I've, for this reason, I remember everyone's first game, because me mum and dad have have took us to loads of games in the past, but never wrote down what my first game was. So I couldn't tell you. Um, I've sort of narrowed it down the games that I can remember really. So when people are talking, having that conversation and and talking about uh, what your first game was, I've always said it was a, a Bournemouth two two in the cup. Um. Harry Redknapp was a Bournemouth with manager. Actually, at the time we lost on penalties in the FA Cup, and it, thats the game I remember being the first game I can, I can actually think about and, and remember things happening. Um, didn't know what a penalty shootout was at the time or anything like that. So it was really exciting and stuff. So, um, but obviously before that, I think 1985 was my first game. I would imagine it was the first game of the season. So I think it was Cambridge. Um, but I wouldn't have known anything about it, like not a But since then, obviously, because of that, like, I've written down everyone's like my me, me dad's mate's son his first game I can tell you now 3-1 against Peterborough yeah. Gutierrez scored like stupid things like that because of because of the fact that I just haven't got a clue what, what mine was really so mm. but if people ask always say Bournemouth in the cup and then
0: uh, it, it's one of those things isn't it it's like it's it's not like a memory that you know vividly is it like I, I think my first game was um was like an early round of the UEFA Cup I think we, we played CSKA Sofia and it was, it's one of those, right, where, like, um, like my mum and dad didn't, it was expensive to get Premier League tickets and that, so we just got the cheap tickets, you know, to, to get to start with. And um, it was 1999, 2000 season, I think. And um, I, I couldn't even tell you how the game was, to be honest, but I know I finished 2-2 um, against CSKA Sofia. And what I remember, oh, just from going back, I didn't remember at the time, but uh, Berbatov was playing for CSKA Sofia, which is mad. Um, oh, I was I mean, only 17 or 18 or something like that um, but the memory I have from it is uh, is <laughs> I think we were we were 2-1 up we were winning I think it was either Paul Robinson or Paul Duglish. I'm going to say Robinson scored uh, to make a 2-1 in Newcastle and my mum and dad were like right let's go, we have parked right down Eldon Square we're going to get in the car and get home before the crowds and that and then I remember walking past like um the strawberry and the fucking CSK Sofia fans were going mental so I was forming but um, uh, it's, it's subjective isn't it like I don't really remember much of it but uh, reading reading back uh, um, are you so when you talk about documenting things are you, do you write things down to remember like you know your football memories and stuff uh, I don't
1: write stuff down really like I just I'll, I, normally I log it I get it wrong for, for logging it on <laughs> Facebook and Instagram and stuff don't I um no, I don't write a lot of stuff down. A lot of it's in my head. So when I when I put me clothes, I me want to learn about it. But it's um, I, I collect stuff. I still collect stuff now. Like obviously, we're going to talk about um memorabilia and stuff like that. But I collect a lot of pin badges for every game I've been to and stuff like that. And just uh, a bit of a nerd in that respect. Like I'm just a football football daft, and it's it's always been the case. I tried to get myself out of it during the Ashley era, but uh, just kept on sucking his back in. Scraping, like, 1-0 wins against, like, Portsmouth <laughs> and stuff like that, and I just thought, ah, you know, I kind of get away from this, but yeah. just collecting stuff, Um, I've got a few lists and that, but I don't write much down. That,
0: that's the thing, isn't it? I think, uh, Kind of all football fanatics at, at HFR, and I think when you when I think back to being a kid, we used to collect loads of stuff, magazines, so, like, the um, shoot, match, football pink, you used to have piles ah. of it, like. You Know it's probably still in the loft to be honest with me, mum and dad's. Um, can you remember the black and white? It was like a magazine that Newcastle did, it was like a glossy mag. Loved oh, that, I, absolutely loved it. Did
1: some VHS videos of it now, then oh, yeah. after a while, I, there was um, oh,
0: no, was them, them videos were class. I remember well, it was just Andy Cole scoring goals, wasn't it? Like that was uh, that's when I fell in love with him. Um, and still to this day, like Andy Cole for me was uh, yeah, it, my my hero at Newcastle. Um, that too made us fall in love, you know, with, with, with the town. And, um, yeah, just the
1: volume of goals he scored, man, was insane. It was, a uh, ridiculous was Everything he hit, I remember, like Glen Hollow said, didn't pick him for the England team because he needed too many chances to score a goal. And I was thinking, no, he doesn't. Like, everything he hits just seems to come in. He was just absolutely fast, but... Uh, it's a shame it turns, so I Really, like, but I think he's quite well well thought of now, and he.
0: I think so. I think even he now you must like realise that there's a bit of love for him there. I think initially probably thought there wasn't, and um, that's where the, maybe the clash was. But I, I think a lot of Newcastle fans, especially our age, you know, still look back at him quite fondly, uh, to be honest. Think... And um, whenever he's on the telly or something, or like there's an interview done with him, I'm, I'm always across it, like just reading to see what, uh, what he's what he's up to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Um. What about? That's it. What about you? Know, the best goal that you've seen at Saint James's Met? What would you What
1: would you say for that? Oh, Saint James's! I think it's always the, the, the cliches, isn't it? It's always everyone comes up with the same ones, don't they? And it's like Shearer against Everton, Shearer against Chelsea, Shera against Villa. Like, just she ran it. Right. But I think the best goal I've seen at Saint James's, not the best in terms of like how it looked visually or anything like that, but my favorite ever goal. Remember it really well. Like, we played against Bolton, I think it was 3 1. Um, And Bellamy scored, it was a tap in and all. But the goal, the build up to the goal was absolutely brilliant. Like, Solano, like, flicked the ball over his shoulder down not Aaron Hughes up the line. Hughes, like, hit it first time on the half volley, centered it into Bellamy, and Bellamy just tapped it in. I've I've looked for it so many times on, like, YouTube and stuff to kind of find it anywhere. But it was absolutely brilliant. Technically, just so good. Solano just read his run over his shoulder. And he was like I say, first time half volley, straight in the middle. Belly just stuck it in, just class, right. loved it. But I think um in terms oh. of like visually the best goals, I absolutely loved them um, like Shuva Villa, it's brilliant control on that on that volley, just the ah, technique, just, just brilliant. It's insane, man,
0: that's a, that's a thing about goals, right? Like um maybe it's not the most like it doesn't have to be the most visually pleasing goal, is it? It's kind of the for me it's the memory or like. The, the feeling it gives you when it when the goal goes in, like, I remember the um
1: oh, what it means. like
0: what like Andy Griffins against Juventus in the uh, in the Champions League, like uh, it was a shit goal, wasn't it? It was like it, it went in off Buffon. It was an own goal, really, but it, it was like honestly that game was immense and the uh, the atmosphere was unbelievable. Absolutely loved it. Uh,
1: I mean I've talked about it as well in the past, like but I think um like last season Leicester at home, obviously went one 0 down bruno stuck the ball through Schneider's legs didn't he for the equalizer and then that goal that was scored um it was it was funny it was my son's like my son went to the, his first ever game was against um was against brighton nil nil over christmas time i think it was 2017 uh he was only three and he hated it he, he just wasn't interested at all, didn't yeah. blame him. like it was freezing cold he was crap the atmosphere was crap and it was that was his first game but his first like game that he was actually interested in was that Leicester game, uh, and I remember Bruno's equaliser going in, and he like started crying because of the noise. I think he just didn't expect it really, and it got really overwhelming. And I'm sitting there thinking, "Oh God, yeah, he's not going to like this. Like he's, he hates the tune, he's, he hates football, he's not going to want to go with us again." And bit gutted about it really, even though it just equalised. And then obviously the last few minutes of the game, Bruno went up the other end, uh, and that, that run from Willet went in. Across the cross in and just dived and headed it straight past the keeper and like Luke went absolutely mad loved it just thought it was great and that, I think that was like that was him falling in love with Newcastle that's how I always describe it and it was that was a really special moment as well again the goal wasn't great visually but it was it was just like superb moment for me and him to share together yeah. really and um, and then I suppose the other one he's actually getting spurs like that ball from Willick. Oh,
0: just right. silly one out
1: Superb football, wasn't it? Silly, and obviously a mad occasion. Wasn't it? Twenty, twenty-one minutes, my 5 up. That's him. Um, so there's so many goals. really. that
0: that that, that that's um, a thing. It's kind of <clears throat> when you've went through the, the the rough times, right, and the dark times, under Ashley, and like you've wondered whether the jack got in, because you you've went for years, right. Your your points or what? You've got absolutely loads of points. But um, now that you've went through that, you able to take your son, and you've got kind of like. It's the, the sunshine from the fucking darkness, isn't it? Now, that sounds cliche, right? But you've got your... Oh, you can take nice. your son and you've got this this new year to enjoy, which is uh, which is fantastic.
1: That's it, like i mean, He's got no clue how how shite it was. He's just rocked up, nine year old. Right. just best football <laughs> on earth, isn't it? So it's not fair, <laughs> no, it's it's not fair at
0: all, mate. Not fair whatsoever. <laughs> um, no, that's so, I mate. Mean. I, I, I love it when you. Uh, you know, you, you show his pictures of Luke playing football and not, he's he's definitely got the bug, hasn't he? Which is uh, so he's we'll have to get him involved with the mag as soon as possible. Oh, yeah. As soon as he can uh, write, yes we'll, we'll get him involved. Oh, yeah. The next era. Yeah,
1: he's got a pen license too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so I, just to get just to get back on the kind of the collection sort of uh, oh. side of things, mate, when you are kind of growing up as a Newcastle fan, and this just links back to the the, the merchandise that we're that we're doing currently, which is the um, What's the what's it called, mate? What's the the term that you used again? What, it was the
1: Corinthian sort of. Thing. I, I, I we should really call it something. Shouldn't we? but, uh, we'll have a think. Yeah. Aye,
0: so so we've we've done a few so far. Um, obviously, Joe Lightning went went fantastic, didn't it? It was uh, kind of took us by surprise at the the reception that it got. Um, I? Which, which is fantastic. You, you know, you come up with an idea and it, and it takes off like that, then. People have got the, the thirst for the next ones. Um, we've got two more in production currently, which which should be on sale in, see, a couple of weeks. Maybe soon.
1: I, I'd say. Well, hopefully a week, but probably more likely two weeks.
0: Uh, I. Right? Well, um, we haven't given away the identities yet because we've got a, a bit of a competition running on uh, on threads. Um, but yeah, I think probably in the next few days we'll start uh, to to let people know what's um, what's coming. <laughs>
1: Ah, it's exciting. I, I it, it's like my favorite part of it really is like coming up with the idea, sharing loads of stuff on on the socials and that, and and like this bit yeah, This is the bit I really like. I look. Obviously, it's great to sell it. It's great for people to, to love that idea as much as you do and stuff. But I think the the most exciting bit for me is like the badges coming, see what people think about it, getting it online, taking some photos, buying the envelopes, <laughs> <so. laughs> and then all that sort of stuff and like yeah i love that sort of thing and i think one of the things that i've really enjoyed about it is you know we've, we've had offers from people who've said oh well we can print the envelopes for you and stuff and we can do all of that um very kind offers really you know but i think I, I love doing the whole and like even ev said send them to me instead and I'll, I'll write them out for you and i'll take a turn but i just love doing it i mean if you want to do, like i'm happy to share but i just love doing all of it i love being involved in. i love like it just feels a little bit more personal to me and i think that's all of the company when i think about the companies that i enjoy buying from like trick and a couple of others it's it's all like the personal touch really and i think that's what i like about it i don't like the idea of having like a big factory dealing with it all really so that's been really exciting it?
0: It, it's one of those things isn't it where like you probably grow quicker if you sort of outsource that stuff but you do lose a bit of um it's not what we're about it's never what we've been about uh-huh. is it so like you know, when we're coming to release the and we're having to write out freaking hundreds of envelopes, and we're sending it. We're, we're taking a hundred hundred magazines to the the post office, the the post. Like the, the the woman's like devastated because you've turned up with this big bag, you know. But that that's what I like. like the, the, the fact the fact that All we've right. written out every envelope is, you know, that's that's what it is. Um, it it is that personal touch. I'm, I'm glad we've never lost that, and I, I don't think we we ever will ever change. We? Yeah,
1: definitely, yeah. No, and I think the magazine's gone from strength to strength. But I think we've always maintained that uh, that sort of personal touch. We've always sort of kept the ethos really. Haven't we? So i, th- I th- not we? I think important. it's um,
0: I think it's important, isn't it, to to, to stick with that? So like I think we're when we come from a beginnings of a, kind of a Kickstarter background, people buying into the idea. It's um, it's trying to keep that kind of locality. You know what I mean? It's trying to, to, to stick to those lines, and I think yeah that's kind of the the way that will always be you know we might do podcasts we might do videos and start to do a bit more social media but um you know we're fundamentals of the magazine and doing doing merch that we like uh and yeah. i think when you look back at what we've done so far in terms of merchandise the, the pin badges really have kind of resonated with the with the readers and the, and the you know, with customers um you know if you think back to the first one we did which was tino uh and you know we didn't have much expectation. Kind of it was just something that we liked, right? And uh, it, t- it took off. It, it sold out within a day, I yeah. believe. And, and Tino himself shared it on on his social medias which was you know insane. Um, and he is insane, so <laughs> no wonder it did well. Um, and then after Tino was uh, Gaza, we did Gaza, Gaza one. Didn't know before the World Cup? Aye. And that one flew out as well.
1: I thought. I think I think the thing with Gaza is he's always going to be popular, isn't he? it the pin worked. Um, it was a good badge. It was an iconic moment as well from Gaza, wasn't it? It was the crying in the semi final and stuff. And I think that's always going to, kind of kind of resonating. It? But it just ties in with what we do. It's about emotions and about football being not just it's not just a sport. It's not just a, a, a game. It's it's. It's all the emotions that go with it as well and that sort of thing. So I think that sort of tied in really well with the ethos. So, well. so those
0: first two pins were, were like moments, weren't they? We were very much, like, you know, the pin has to be a, mom, a moment. The, the Tino one was his celebration, his famous celebration. And, um, and then the Gaza was when he was crying. And I think we've, we've tried to, st- to stick with, you know, moments and we've, we've made pins. And then we, we, we started to think, you know, how can we raise money for, um, how, what can we do good here with these pins that are kind of flying out and yeah. um, we're, we're focused on raising some money for for a few charities, you know. Um, we started with the uh, Neville Southall. Um I know you 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 chatted with Neville on on the uh, Skype, didn't you? You you, you got an interview. It in, that was <laughs> that was a funny experience for you, wasn't it?
1: Oh, yeah. It was, I uh, especially since he was like sitting on his sofa, and his his laptop was on the side of the sofa, so he was like all out the television off <laughs> of his face. But, um, a odd experience, but it was great talking. Like really really good bloke and helped us out a lot with the socials as well and, and, uh, he, and he was big online presence he,
0: he was banging the idea wasn't he so he, he loved the fact that we were doing this pin pass about him in the um, it was for kind of a food bank in Merseyside and that's what it was all about wasn't it
1: well, he, chose the... and like, he
0: chose it he chose it which says a lot about the man doesn't it um, and yeah, exactly.
1: and then I, I kind of feel like after... and again that was that was a moment as well wasn't it that like Sitting against the post at half time instead of going yeah. in and um getting the point. Aye, that's it. But
0: uh, aye. Um, them, them, them iconic moments. It's 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 important. I think that's how that's kind of where you get your reach. That that's when you get your big numbers and your sales as well, isn't it? Um, and mm-hmm. ultimately raised a lot of money for charity. So can, when we got the when we, we first went through that experience, it was like right, what's next? What what pin badge can we do next to to raise some more money and um. We turned the genus, didn't we? It was it was kind of a protest badge.
1: Yeah. Well, that was it. I think the idea was about making something that was that looked good, but also something that, that meant something as well. And to me, it was like a, a "fuck you" Ashley right. sort of pin. It was like I was wearing it at the match because I was thinking, you know, yes, I'm here. I'm supporting the lads, but actually, yeah. fuck you. So. And I think that's what it was, wasn't it? It was that he'd been treated like shit by the club and, and he was sort of saying, fuck you himself as well, wasn't he? And so it meant something in terms of the Jonas moment, but it also meant something in terms of fans could wear that and sort of, it's like the green and gold scoffs at man U and it? that they drag out every time they lose a game. So <laughs> it was sort of like that sort of thing. Um, and it, it sort of meant quite a few different things. And I think the execution of the pin was really good as well. It came out really well and it's... Um, it was a, again a, a really special moment. I think Just saving like he was the one who kept us. So it was quite quite a. So there's a
0: lot, a lot of things, a lot, a lot of things joined one. up on that pin, wasn't it? We I had um we had Jonas across it. So he he kind of put me in touch with Ball Boys, which was the charity that we raised money for, a uh, La cancer charity. Um. So Jonas Jonas was was sharing the badge, which was fantastic. And then we had some pretty high-profile people buy the badge as well, didn't we? We had kind of journalists buying it and again it's just that idea that's resonating with people about this, this protest badge but it's also doing good in, in raising money for charity, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah. That's it, aye. It was uh oh, that was I think that was my favourite of all of the pins. I think that was the favourite
0: favourite yeah. one I've done. Yeah. Um and then well Tom just it And then after, was that, out, after my, so I I right? that I think we disagree here. I think it might have been Gary Speed, but I think you think it's Rashad. I'm gonna say that you're probably right, mate. <laughs> Um, but <laughs> I've got a feeling it was the Rochefatt, thing with Rashford though was it was a tough pin badge wasn't it because like, it, w- it was it was during the period that he was doing a lot of good so he was kind of fighting for the um, free school meals and you know he was going up against Boris Johnson at the time and, and making a, a compelling argument um, but it was a tough sell for us because it wasn't a market that we knew so we, we're not Man United fans we, we've got people yeah. who read the magazine around the world but it's you've got a really kind of um, delve a bit deeper within you know kind of the, the, the club that he plays for and then you know that might get you half of the sales but you've also got to push the idea of um of what he was about and what, what the idea of the badge was and again we raised uh, a lot of money for the for the Manchester um food bank as well didn't we?
1: Yeah definitely I think that's that was a learning curve for it, wasn't it it was about sort of taking stock of what we knew. Um and, and learning from the fact that it didn't really sell that well. It, like, we sold all of them. Uh, it took a little bit... I think we're quite harsh on ourselves here, though, because I think with lots of the pins that we've done have sold really quickly, Um, and I think we've sort of almost got used to that. Um, And I think with the Rashford one, it took about a week and a half, two weeks. But really, when you think about it, I mean, that's oh. still great, isn't it? We raised a lot of money. The old sold out. It just took a little bit longer and it, it required a little bit of different marketing and um, pushing and things like that as well we did have to push it quite a bit i was dropping into people's dms <laughs> and i knew we were my new fans and stuff and um and it's probably getting on the nerves but it was it just we we learned a lot from it and i think we've we've taken that knowledge and, and put that into action in other pins as I well
0: think, like that, i think so. i think it's um it's it's healthy right isn't it like when you when you're quite harsh on yourself and you you're kind of retrospective and um, review things thoroughly. So there's a couple of things in kind of HFR history where we you know it's like a, a bit of a gag, isn't it? Where we talk about the uh, the World Cup edition, which uh, was was a massive flop, wasn't it? And it's just learning through that it was kind of the amount of content that was out during the World Cup. It was you uh, just yeah, it was a crowd, wasn't it? Um,
1: I was good about that as well because there were so many really good articles and It was really yeah. alternative wasn't it there were so many good articles that I think a lot of people missed out on um, so that was disappointing but again I think, you know, again, like, I, I you think you're
0: right though so like that's you, you learn from it so the, the, that's the only magazine that didn't really sell out um, and we're, we're comparing it to Rashford which did sell out so it's, it's a, it's a weird comparison but it's it, what we're talking about is kind of um, items that we're, we look back and think you know we could have done something a bit different Um but ultimately, it work, worked for Ashford, so uh, happy days with that one. Yeah. I think um, I think my favourite pin was the Gary Speed pin. I think for me, that was um, kind of known in watching him growing up uh, and being such a, a Gary Speed fan, and what it meant. Just even the, the you know the organisation that we raised the money for and the whole reasoning behind it was fantastic. And um, again, that was another one that was, that was well executed and. I know you played a big role in that as well, which was which was fantastic. Yeah, that's definitely, if not the most proudest thing, I think we've done at HFR for myself.
1: Yeah, I think I, I agree with that. I think really proud of what we did there. It was um, I know it was Louise uh, Speed who chose the charity. Um, I, got, I got in touch with Steve Harper didn't we, and uh, he um, he put us when well, he got in touch with her and told her what we were doing, and he thought it was a great idea. So he shared it quite a lot um she sent a really nice email to us as well, saying that she was really grateful that would would keep his memory alive and things like that and that was that was quite humbling really yeah. i think to see someone who you grow up just idolizing um and, and for that to be um just to sort of put that into a barge and, and make some money for com a really really important charity um and for his wife to be so so grateful and so sort of pleased about it that was that was really touching. Yeah. So I, I think I, I think I agree. I think my favourite badge was the Jonas one, but I think my the, the one we were most proud of, I think, should be the Gary Speed 100%. one. I think.
0: And I think by this point we're kind of on to a bit of an idea, right? We had a bit of momentum going. We, we knew that these pin badges were selling. Um, we had set up, or uh, you had certainly set up um, a, a good supply chain. Someone we can really rely on, you know, um, and is you know somebody that's always comes up trumps, you know. It ends up coming to us earlier than expected, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's really efficient,
1: isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it's been it's been a good partnership, and it's uh, it's exciting. It's you know it's going to be good. It's it's still you're still always nervous, aren't you, when it's when it's on its way because you think, oh, you know what happens, if it's, what happens if it turns out not well? But I think we've 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 done. I mean, I think we're our biggest critics, aren't we? Um, and I think we've done a couple of pin badges that we thought. Those designs just don't work. They're brilliant designs. The artists that have, that have done it for us have been really good and have done a brilliant job. But I think it just doesn't doesn't yeah. work as a pin. And I think we've been oh, sorry, sorry, we've been really good at like um, knowing whether it's the right thing to do or not. And I think every pin we've done has been really successful. And I think we've been right about the ones that we haven't uh, we haven't put through as pins. So it's all just really really exciting. It's still a learning curve now, isn't it? But it's just.
0: Hundred I mean, percent. It's, it's like when we um when we, we get the mag ready, to, it goes to print, and when that box comes, you're straight in with it to see if the print's been fucked up. You know, you're like you're going through each each magazine to make sure there's no errors and stuff like that. It's like that um, insecurity, isn't it? You've, you've kind of ex- you've sent it off to print. You've you've kind of executed the issue and it's there, but you're still not sure what it's going to come back from yeah. the printers like you know. You've you've kind of <laughs> You've got your email pre written to be like, This is wrong, you know, you need to send us some more out. <laughs> but um more often than not it's been it's been good, you know. And and again we've we've used the same print as promise one, sure which uh, which says a lot, right? They're they're um really reliable again and in another company that we've had a great partnership with.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think and I've had the piss taken out of us many times in the group about uh chasing <laughs> after the DPD man when you <laughs> i not so, you were chasing around you said one time
0: weren't
1: you ah uh, well I, cause that was that was because I was going out the delivery time was 12.30 to one thirty, and I was going out at lunchtime, so it was about 10 o'clock in the morning and I thought I'm going to have to try <laughs> and see if I can get hold of him so I, I looked on this tracking thing found him saw his little van moving about I thought, oh, I'll I'll go and get it off him early. So I followed him round eventually out the corner of my eye, saw the DPD van driving past. So I chased after him, got there, driving from North Shields to Gatehead, and he says, Oh I can not I can it give 'cause I've got to take them out in order. So I had to drive <laughs> home, but what Well he made it's not for the not for the want of trying, out. is it? You should you should
0: have just taken took
1: it took it off him. <laughs> Things I do to try and get the mag. Yeah.
0: That's, that's another thing, right? Which I most like commend you on is, is that personal touch of putting it through people's door. Like that's excellent, isn't it? People love that. It's it's not only does it save them a bit of postage, but like you know, it's it's just uh, knowing that the mag is going to come through your door the next day. Like that's that's perfect. That.
1: Aye, well, I, I, if I can, I will. I mean, the thing is, uh, it doesn't actually save them postage. they're still paying for the yeah. postage. But what it does, instead of like one fifty for a stamp i'm paying i'm putting 20 quid in my tank yeah. and i'm driving over the yeah. northeast you know so the money's not i'm not keeping the postage myself the money's going into me tank and i'm i just think it's a bit of a personal touch and i know how excited people get when well i know how excited i get when when i've ordered something um dying to read it trying to have a look at it uh and i just feel the same about it. if i can I'll, I'll deliver them if i can't then I'll, I'll stick them in the post i'm starting to get a little bit uh like if it's too far away it's not all the NE postcodes anymore that I'm delivering yeah. I just have, like just haven't got the time with the dog and right. the kids and stuff. But, um, but I'll do what I can. I always do what I can, I. Right. It's just one of those things. I think it is a nice personal touch, and it's it's getting them out to people quicker. Less chance of getting lost in the. Well, place, that, that's the right. thing.
0: I think it's definitely appreciated. You now people always comment on 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 Twitter. I don't know that uh, if you're putting it through the, you should, you should have knocked right. on the door, Lee, and all that sort of stuff. You know, it's uh, I know it's great right. to see, mate. Um.
1: I think. I,
0: I think. Uh, I think. Just to just to kind of circle back to the pins that we're doing. Um. So like the the Corinthian collection. Uh, we're, we're one pin into it. Yeah. The jewel in jewel mm-hmm. in the We've got You're two right. more coming um, within the next couple of weeks. And the idea is kind of the ramp that open. You know, after these two that will be released. Um. In the coming weeks, we'll have another. I think you know we'll we'll release another two, and we'll we'll quickly kind of run through the whole collection, mm-hmm. and we're looking forward to people. Um, you know, collecting those and and adding them to the, their, the to their collection. Um, I think probably worth a shout out to the the artist, Ollie if who's who's kind of creating the, the artwork for it.
1: Oh, massive, AI. So uh, Rick Pennington, um, peno drawers, our uh, peno drawers on Twitter, um, and threads, and I know, um, really good, like really easy to work with, brilliant designer, um, like absolutely brilliant. I couldn't recommend his artwork enough. I mean, he's had to sort of almost dumb it down a little bit to make them what we want because his art was too good. Um, and, and what we're really conscious of is that we don't want it to look exactly like, um, you know, identical to the players. We don't want the features to be perfect. It, we've done it to, they're based on those 90s um, Corinthian pins that were had, the Newcastle ones, and, and all Newcastle fans of an age will, will know exactly what we're talking about. Um, so it was almost he was having to sort of dumb it down um, brilliant to work with, like absolutely love love chatting to him. Stopboard fan, um, doing his own pin as well actually. So, uh, get on that if you're a Stockport oh, fan. Um, but yeah, been yeah, absolutely brilliant to work with him. Like he's uh, he's top class. Um, so yeah, just really like comes up with really good ideas of his own. Uh, obviously, listens to what we we want as well, and he's he's brilliant. Oh, definitely really good. I wholly agree.
0: Um, great artist. Um, I think probably. Call it a day, there, Do you want to uh, just give a shout out to kind of our social medias and, and the website where you can, people can pick the pins up from and things like that?
1: Uh, I will do. if, if you got them written <laughs> down? I can't remember what the uh, big cartel <laughs> on it. <laughs> I think it's um, is it is it we or hfr dot big cartel dot
0: dot com nearly mate, <laughs> it.
1: Oh, right, <laughs> um. It, it, uh, um the twitter is at we are hfr um, and then the email address is info at we are hfr.com as well we've got the um we've got threads on the go as well now i haven't really posted much on there uh but we'll get to it as it picks up and it gets more popular and things like that as well but yeah um really good to be i feel like we're back now i feel like we're we've had a, a big break we've had like lots of time out lots of things going on in my, my personal lives as well and that sort of thing so i think it's really good to be back and uh, being be more consistent with the with the mugs and things like that as well. Um, another uh, other shout out that I wouldn't mind doing as well, unless you want to, with Joe, is um, is about Stephen, uh, Skunders. Did you cool go for a bit? Um, obviously he's been our he's been our um chief designer for the last four or f- three or four uh, issues, um, but he's also been part of the part of like the the artists that we've had and stuff for for the, the entirety really since issue one. Um, although I wasn't involved in the first three or four. Um, but he's been outstanding. He's really sort of taken him up a notch and, um, really grateful for his work. He's decided to, to move on and do his own thing really. And, and we're grateful for what he's done in the past, but we're also really sad to see him go. Um, but we're also quite excited about taking the magazine, uh, even further. So big shout out it's to nice Skunnaz.
0: No, and I think it's um kind of from me really just as uh, talented as he is, he's a lovely lad, you know, absolutely down to earth, um, salt of the earth type a type of guy, and um yeah, it'll be it'll be a miss yeah, the magazine will be a miss without him. But uh, again, we're kind of glad for the for the pathway that he's set with, and um yeah, it's it's kind of onwards and upwards for both, right? Uh, he's on to his next projects, and, and we're looking to to really kick on now, and and um. Yeah, kinda of get get with pin badges released and start start releasing more magazines. Yeah man. Uh,
1: definitely. Really exciting times, aren't yeah, they? That's
0: it? cool. Well um we'll leave it there, Matt. So you can you can go back to teaching some kids.
1: <laughs> um actually just before you do go, I've, I've, this is a bit of a, a surprise for you, so I'll not put you on the spot too much if you kinda think of anything. What's the most random bit of football me- memorabilia you've ever bought? Like the, the weirdest or the um... Or that you've ever got or owned you didn't have to have bought it like i'll tell you my way i think one anyway so so i had um just i don't know why rule fox was a tune player at the time and he just turned up one day at a uh, time off co and he was signing photos he was just sitting on a desk in time off co uh, i've got no idea why he was there it wasn't advertised or anything like that we just i walked into the co-op in time Mouth and he was just there Sitting it wasn't even in Newcastle shirt though. It wasn't like he just had a Reebok t-shirt on on this picture. Um, I'll try and dig it out and I'll put it on the socials and stuff if I can. But he just—it was just Rule Fox signed, um, with the Reebok t-shirt on on this this postcard. We had this thing I've ever got, but I, I don't know what he was doing there. I Don't know what the point of it was. Probably some kind of Reebok sponsorship or something, but it uh, wasn't advertised or anything like yeah. that. But I've got that. That's <laughs> I've got. I, I don't
0: know about we had this, but we used to, um, we were the family rights when we were younger but uh had loads of cousins you know and when it was Keegan's um Keegan's era one of the one of the my uncles or someone had a van we used to always jump in the back and go to training down at uh, in Durham. And um so every nice. single cousin had a ball signed by all the players and all that sort of stuff, you know. Um I remember having pictures taken with with all of them, pav you know, um all the players like ah. and we used to love going down. It was it was like a relocation the family used to go down. Um, I think in terms of like actual memorabilia uh, do you know what I, had to, I had to, this is one mate I'll tell you what the first ever HFR magazine I had it signed by Frank in and um yeah. when he was a, I when he was applied I, pl- I went, and, went and met him and uh, he signed the first ever issue and to this day I couldn't tell you where it is lost it I think um, <laughs> I think I put it in an envelope right and sent it to someone and that person obviously seen it and was like what's that scribble on there, like, if uh, some, somebody's doodled on my mouth and they'll, they'll not know that it's Frank <laughs> Barrizi's signature, you know. Um, mad. I've
1: never known anyone to want to be anywhere less than <laughs> Frank Barrizi wanted to, want to be in black. No. He didn't know where old, he was. Couldn't.
0: He literally, uh, he couldn't tell you where he was, mate. No. He, um, he didn't know that I had getting a 308 from hill. Uh, no, he <laughs> couldn't tell you, mate. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> um, I think,
1: not shy not,
0: so. not football memorabilia but one worth mentioning just a kind of a, a, a capital to my brother Scott he, um, he went away I thought oh, God this was in the Kings of Leon early days it was kind of before the war before the war mainstream and um, the drummer, the, the, the drum after was his drumsticks into the crowd and was Scott uh, managed to get one of them so I think he still might have it so he's uh, not saying they're out but he's, nah. it looks just like he's getting it from the shop you know it doesn't look like anything but it's uh, I for from Kings of Leon. Ah, like,
1: love stuff like that, like. mate. of mine has got lemon spectrum actually from uh, motorhead. We
0: got to do uh, another half an hour of these. <laughs> ah,
1: yeah, I, was, I thought you were just going to say a bull shows or something.
0: I but... <laughs> got any other, any other strange ones written down that we haven't, uh, we haven't covered, mate? Do you have a list?
1: Yeah, uh, don't think so. Not strange ones, no. Um... Just the real fox thing. Uh I used to keep my old season ticket booklets. And I think that's a real shame. Like if uh, with everything going digital, and that's, that ties into what we do is a magazine as well as HFO. It's everything's going digital, and and I think in lots of ways that's really good because it's really quick to access, and more people probably read it. Um But I think there's a sad there's a sad side to that as well is that f- sort of reading and stuff like that, that is dying out in terms of like actual paper copies. Um, but the season tickets as well, I used to collect all of my season ticket booklets, so they were like massive plastic things like that um, and then over time they sort of changed to uh, the cards and now next season it's all going to be on your phone, so I think that's, it's yeah. good in lots of ways it's obviously a lot safer in terms of like sharing, like people just selling them for loads of money on the black market and stuff um, but it's, it's sad as well that you're not getting those season ticket booklets and things to keep a hold of and stuff, so that's that's a, another thing that I've I've kept all of, I've got all of them from from the last sort of thirty I mean, years or did. so. It's like it. um, I've got a massive box of programs which I'm giving to a mate as well. Like, so, I
0: just no, it. It's it. like a sad inevitability, isn't it? With, with everything going digital and it's be a sad bastard that tries to bring it back to kind of the old days, you know, and um, and harp on about it. But uh, um, but I, it's, and I'm one of those. <laughs> <stats>. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, so we'll probably still be doing print mate in, in twenty years' time, and even will be. Interested, but but we like it,
1: you know. So, <laughs> so, so money show, money show. I mean, but uh, it's, um, it's been it's been good to, to get back into it, hasn't it? And I, I'm hoping that uh, the likes of Farmer and Evan, uh, Darren are gonna join me at some. So point they don't well.
0: know that we're doing this, so there'll be uh, there'll be mega surprises, do not they? No. <laughs> the, th- the thing is, the thing is, when we put ideas right. in the in the WhatsApp group, there's like five different opinions, isn't it? Um, which is great. You want that, but right. um. But in order, and we've learned this, so like, if I think back seven years ago when we did the, the last podcast, like, this is the mad thing, right? The, the, the podcast got in the, in, the, in the UK podcast charts seven years ago. And like, it was wow. like pre-every in the no accounts or all these fan accounts. We kind of missed the board a little bit, you know? If we kept on going, we probably would be um, one of those bigger channels. But it is what it is. We, we have kids, you know? We have careers and all that sort of shit.
1: It just takes over, doesn't it? well hopefully we'll do we'll do quite a few more anyway, and stop building yeah, that up. Yeah, a bit I'm, a bit. I'm
0: dead keen to get back into the magazine, so I'm um yeah, and I, I think probably issue fourteen we'll, we'll pro- we we probably could put, probably aim to get that out um, end of August to put a to put some pressure on, you know.
1: Aye. definitely. I know that would be good. Um, and then after that it'll be two a year, would not it? Yeah. So, um, cool. Unless we change our well, minds, <laughs> four but I think <laughs> that's probably we'll, we'll see.
0: Mate. To we'll see.
1: see. And I think. <laughs> and you, you, you lose a bit of quality I think sometimes when you do two minutes yeah, so. 100% yeah, 100% um,
0: I think we'll leave it there mate I think we've done we've done 40 minutes yeah. I think that's uh, a, a good, a good opener for us um, we'll, 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 we'll review it we'll do an edit and see if it's worth doing it again <laughs> nice <laughs>
1: <isn't> <laughs> we'll probably cut 40, <laughs> 40 minutes <laughs> <haven't we>? <laughs> 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 no worries, mate. I'll catch you later we might have to do these behind the air uh, might Have to do the audio instead of video in future, I mate, mean, because I haven't really got a face Damn for yes. the telling you. You're um, so, I think I've stopped uh, the new light, I've piled it on.